2: Hello and welcome to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandi Stark, and on this episode, we are going to do a little catch-up. I've got a little bit of information on animal mourning rituals. We've got a couple of uh, paranormal pet stories, and we'll finish up with uh, an actual recording from a paranormal investigation in which the animals actually weren't desired by the entity. The ghost didn't want to interact with us because my pugs were there. So we'll start with this and a little bit more right after these messages.
1: Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away.
0: get At these awesome deals. Go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco. Where the pets go.
1: I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read.
0: There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read.
1: With Audible, I feel smarter.
0: Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host.
2: And welcome back to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandi Stark, and we are going to start off with an article. From pawnation.com, this article's a little bit uh, sad, but once again, I do believe that the more we can prove that animals have self-awareness and the ability to think and emote like humans, the more we're going to see pets as potential paranormal entities. The article actually talks about 10 heartbreaking animal mourning rituals. Uh, It's by Kelly Bender and it was pasted July 31st, 2012. And it starts. If you've ever seen the look on a pet's face when a bag of treats comes out, it's hard to say that they don't have emotions. Unfortunately, animals also have to deal with grief and loss, much like humans do. To cope with the death of loved ones, some creatures have developed mourning rituals to see them through their toughest times. Grab a tissue and take a look at how animals deal with death. The first one is Dolphin in Despair. It's an image of a dolphin actually carrying its apparently deceased offspring. The aquatic mammal is known for its playful spirit and range of emotions, but dolphins have bad days too. Researchers say that this animal has a hard time accepting death and will often stay with the deceased, if it's an infant or a pod member, for days. This ritual recently was captured on film when tourists took pictures of a devastated mother holding her dead baby above water and carrying it deeper into the sea. The next one is primate pouting. Chimpanzees' close genetic makeup to humans means they get some of our faults as well. The primates are known to become distressed when they lose close members of their groups. The animals will often cry, refuse food, mope and separate themselves during grieving periods. One poignant example of chimpanzee mourning was the case of Dorothy. When the oldest chimpanzee died and was taken away from her rescue center, all the other chimps gathered, seemingly to say their goodbyes and to watch the body leave. I believe we actually Actually, did cover that in a prior Paranormal Pets episode. Losing your best friend. The bonds a human can form with a dog are deep, and research indicates that canines feel them too. Studies show that dogs can feel grief, especially with the loss of an owner. The pet will react to their emotions by not eating, sleeping more than usual, and generally being lethargic. Some dogs will also show a lack of acceptance that an owner has died and will try to stay with him or her. This was seen with the dog that belonged to the slain Navy SEAL. The dog, Hawkeye, refused to leave the side of his owner's coffin during the funeral. And uh, I think this was a very, very famous photo that went out showing the dog lying next to the coffin. Sometimes I think in rescue, we deal with something somewhat similar because while the owners may not have died, the animals that we get are certainly taken away from their homes and do go through a mourning period. So anxiety, uh, usually not so much sleeping, but sometimes not eating, and definitely you can tell they're in shock. The next one is gorilla grief. The complex social structures of gorillas and their higher level of thinking makes it easier for them to form strong connections to their children and pack members. As a result, gorillas have been recorded exhibiting sadness and concern for their dead, sometimes even burying the bodies. One heartbreaking example is Ghana, who could not accept the death of her child. Ghana carried the infant's body with her around a German zoo for days, trying to restore life to it multiple times and protecting it from zookeepers. Elephant Empathy Elephants are extremely emotional animals, easily bonding with other elephants or the humans who care for them. These deep attachments can lead to terrible grief when a loved one dies. Elephants are known to shed tears, bury their dead, go into depression, and starve themselves in reaction to a loss. One elephant at an Indian zoo was so distraught over the death of her friend that she refused to eat or drink, leading to her own death. Geese Geese mate for life. Geese are very serious about commitment, devoting themselves to one bird for a lifetime. After a goose dies, its mate will undergo a rigorous mourning process, including weight loss, separation from the flock, and submission to other geese. Eventually, the goose will find a new mate in another bird that has lost its partner. One goose made an unusual choice for her new mate, choosing to leave her flock and bond with humans that worked at a dollar store. Interestingly enough, and this actually does have a happier ending, but... I live near a lake that's also a a city park, and they had geese. There was a person who apparently released geese there. My county is actually a bird sanctuary county, so whatever was worked out was worked out, and the, the geese were allowed to stay. Well, I find this so interesting. Apparently, there are actually people who will go out and steal geese. Wild geese. I think the same thing is happening with turtles, believe it or not, uh, locally anyway, that folks are actually going out to state and park ponds or even privately owned ponds, artificial or real. And they're actually taking birds and turtles to eat They'll, or try to sell them to a restaurant to kill. There was an article about that, I want to say maybe eight months ago here. Well, the story with the goose to that. The interesting thing was that the flock of geese that was there was actually raided by an individual who was one who basically captured and sold geese. He was not called in. He did it in the middle of the night. He interrupted the flock. And people around the lake were just distraught because, of course, they fed the geese and they took care of them. And there are people, I mean, I'm quite serious, there are people there that You know, we'll put food out for the geese and the geese know about it and they go across the street, uh, which is not a heavily trafficked street, it's a neighborhood street, but they'll go from the lake across to eat the food and go back to the lake. So, I mean, you know, these are really very much like pets. They actually put up articles in the newspaper because one of the geese that was left behind, uh, her mate was taken. And people knew about this. They knew that she was going to start losing weight. She had isolated herself from the flock. She wasn't eating. And there was actually a county-wide outcry for this behavior, for this person. And eventually, he confessed, and he did return the geese. I'm not quite sure why he wasn't really prosecuted more because, quite frankly, I would have prosecuted, but I'm just that way. But he was trespassed. Uh, he is not allowed to go to the city lakes anymore, apparently, to get these geese. Now, I'm not sure how much good that's going to do, but at least the flock was returned. And last time I was there, these geese seemed pretty hale and hearty. So, but just kind of an interesting little side note for you. Sperm whales! <laughs> I'm afraid I don't have much experience with these, but... Sperm whale toothache. Sperm whales form close relationships with the members of their pods, even following those who stray from the group, so they won't be alone. If a member is removed from the group through death, the remaining whales become mentally agitated for long periods. Research shows that this turmoil is so far-reaching that the teeth of the animal become weaker during these periods. Baboons. Scientists have found that baboons' physiological response to death is very similar to humans, with both seeing an increase in, in stress hormones called oh, okay, glucocortico- let's see, glucocorticoids. Okay, we're just going to say it's a stress hormone. To lower these levels and to cope with loss, baboons also respond like we do. They seek out friends. The animals will expand their social circles and spend more time with other baboons engaging in activities like grooming. Frowning felines. Stereotypes say that cats are loners, but observation has shown that many felines grieve when they lose an owner or cat friend. This process can include running away, not eating, excessive meowing, and house-training mistakes. One example of an inconsolable cat is Mushi, who lost her unlikely bear friend, Masu. Zookeeper said the cat refused to leave the bear's old exhibit and would not stop meowing for her companion. Now on this, I have had some recent experience. I'm sorry to say that my father passed away, and like a true Stark, he had a bunch of pets. He had actually 10 cats at the time he passed. One did pass away due to poor health, and this cat was in very bad, bad health. Very old, actually. I think was 21 or 24 years old, so very old but didn't last long. Of the remaining, I think we, let's see, there's four left. So everybody else was adopted out, but there were four left. And my mother actually adopted one from his estate. And his name is John Mosby Elder, because my father loves history. So you just go with it. And the interesting thing is that Mosby moved down here from actually one state to another. So it was a pretty big shock from one household to another. And he was really part of a cat colony, you know, and and moving into my mother's home, she actually already has two cats and she has pugs. And um, this poor guy went through quite a bit of shock. His behaviors are very erratic. He's a very affectionate, very sweet cat. But we actually did see some of this. And uh, it actually did take a couple of months for him to settle down and to come out on any form of regular basis where we could pet him or touch him. So just be aware, if you actually end up with a pet that is in any form of transition, you're going to have to be patient and certainly make sure that you understand understand that just like you they're grieving too. The last one is a short one but it's called sea lion sobs. Sea lions have been seen to cry out in anguish when their babies are taken by predators. A sea lion will continue wailing and mourning after its child has died. The same behavior has also been seen in sea lions dealing with companions taken by hunters. And even though this is online, it cites another article from Psychology Today. So you can actually go to www.psychologytoday.com and uh, actually Google or search for animal emotions. Their article is by Mark Bekoff, and It actually says, Grief in animals, it's arrogant to think we're the only animals who mourn. So... Just something for you to think about. It was certainly something I really had not thought about myself until I read this article and then could actually say, yes, I, I guess I really have seen this experience. Even rats mourn, which I've always thought was so interesting. And I have actually have seen them. Actually, either they'll avoid the body and they'll all the survivors will curl up together, or sometimes they actually bury the body. And I think at one point, I actually had one rat who passed away leaving behind another. And... They were roommates. They were buddies. It was such a sad story, but the other guy, was he actually was depressed. He was a very active rat, and when his roommate went, he just really slowed down. And I think he only lived about six months longer, but never wanted another one to stay with him. So it was actually kind of interesting there. So now that we've taken a look at this rather moribund subject, we'll kind of try to move along and see if we can talk about something else and we'll do that right after these messages
1: now time for something really scary a word from our sponsors paranormal pets will reappear before you can say bigfoot don't run away
0: introducing the new brett michaels pets rock collection exclusively at pet smart I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air Muscle and Radio Root Cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Back, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Back today. Dyson, music to your ears. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash paranormal to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
1: Your groomer is going to hate me. Hi, I'm Allie McClennan join me for my Pet Life Radio show, Groom for Improvement. You're going to save time and money with these tips from my New York City grooming table. From product recommendations to do's and don'ts, I am going to hook you up. So just do me a favor and don't mention this to your groomer. Groom for Improvement on Pet Life Radio.
3: Let's talk pets.
0: Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host.
2: Welcome back to Paranormal Pets. Since we're kind of playing a little bit of catch-up, I've been trying to collect some stories and some eyewitness stories. This one came to me through email from CK, actually. This is a first. I've actually never heard of this before, but I thought it was kind of a cute little email, uh, an interesting idea. And um, we'll go ahead and and add it in. I have permission to read it for the show. I'm 12 years old, and I live in New Zealand. I've recently started to listen to paranormal pets, as I also listen to horsing around. I love paranormal things and believe in things like that. I would tell my friends my experiences, but they would believe me. I haven't yet seen human ghosts, but pet ones, yes. Recently, my wee pet tree frog died, and I was very upset And one cold night after he died, I felt something wet and small on my face. I got up and was about to brush it off, but before my hand reached my face, it was gone. I thought it was a spider, and I freaked out. Nothing was there, but in the corner of my eye, I saw the frog sitting on my shoulder, Instead of screaming, I felt safe and okay. I went to pet him, but he was gone. That was the only time I saw him, but not the only time I've seen other ghost pets. I want to tell you and contact you about my experience. This happens to me a lot, and I see what other, some other people cannot see. So I thought that was kind of interesting, one so young, first of all, and secondly, just a unique story. I think it is actually the first time I've ever heard of a pet tree frog ghost, and I have heard of a lot of ghost stories, so I thought I would add that in. For the last part of today's show, I've been saving this forever, but uh, the Spirits of St. Petersburg did a paranormal investigation, a a recheck actually of a house uh, about 45 minutes to an hour from where I'm at in St. Petersburg. These folks we have had a long-running paranormal investigation relationship with, and they are one of the very few places that I do take my pets. And in fact, in prior episodes, I believe I've actually recorded some of the pugs out there during an investigation. Well, we actually did go up for our yearly recheck, and I took Odysseus and Achilles, my two pug boys, who are my current paranormal pugs. And, I'm, well, this was interesting. I, I'm not sure how I feel about this and what kind of taste this entity has. But throughout the investigation, people would feel something or they'd sense something. or And even it even happened to me at one point. I, I felt something cold touching my hand. And uh, even if you take out suggestion, as soon as the pugs came into the room, it, it stopped. And this happened time and time and time again during this investigation. Somebody would say, there's something here. Uh, one of the pugs would come in. Everything would totally stop. And so what I've got for you is a little piece of the investigation recorded in which we try to figure out what's going on. But as far as I can tell, these entities or this entity didn't like the pugs. I can't believe it. What in the world exists that actually does not like pugs? I never thought I'd see the day. But uh, I will let you make up your own minds as you listen to this little snippet. But here we go. Spirits of St. Petersburg, investigation of a case in 2012 involving an entity who doesn't like my pugs. If so, can you let us know?
3: Leave the meters here again. You can get close to them. They'll light up like they did before.
2: Or you can make the room colder? Is this the young woman that's here? The young lady? Odysseus. (laughs) Do the pugs bother you? Is there anyone here? Is it pretty calm? Y'all feeling anything? I wonder where she would have gone. Did you all feel them uh, anybody while we were presenting or talking with the homeowners? Mm-hmm. I don't feel anything. <laughs> Do they go outside? Are they still hanging around? This is your opportunity to communicate.
3: All right, honey. Would you like to go out? Yeah, let's go out. Okay. Okay,
2: the pucks have left the room. So, is anybody still willing to communicate with us? If so, can you let us know, can you make the meter spike or light up? Can you make the room colder? Move the chair. (laughs) They don't take note very well. (laughs) Yo. All right. Do you guys want to go out and visit? Well, you guys aren't showing any fear now, are you? Well, I wonder where they went. Is there another room that we should try to communicate with you? Master bedroom? Living room? Animal room? Kitchen? You guys want to go back out here? They're not that stupid, actually. <laughs> Do you want me to go out there with you for a minute? See if she comes
3: back. If I'm not here, we're not here. Come on. Did that just light up? I didn't see it. One of the yellow ones. It did light? I didn't see just, it. It, it. It was almost... I don't know. Just I thought it lit up just for a second. So is there anybody in
2: there now? Careful of whispering.
3: Anybody want to talk to us right now? We have the meters on the bed, we have Aaron's, which will make noise if you go close to it, and Mary's will light up with the colored lights. We have recorders on the bed, and a recorder here on the table, that if you talk very loudly, we can possibly hear you, if you'd like to give us a message. So okay, did you make that spike? Or did you make that green light come on? I felt really cold right on my leg here before that went on. Almost like somebody was kneeling down on it. You it you lit that up when I said, "Do you want to ha- leave a message?" So is there something you need to tell us, or want to tell us?
2: Is this the young woman? Do you not like the pugs? Spike on that one. You don't like the pugs. It goes to you. Um, do you remember us? Were you here before? Do you remember Holly? Do you interact with the homeowners? You said you had a message to pass on. Can you? reach out to those recording devices and tell us what that message is? Can you tell us your name? Can you tell us your age? Can you tell us how you died? Was this of an accident? Natural causes? Was it suicide? We murdered? Oh, come
3: on boys. Come on. I guess she doesn't like awesome you. Did you see it? Oh, it's funny because in my head I just I I said, is that better? I'm saying the same thing. (laughs) And then it lit up. So is it better without the pugs here?
2: All right, any more activity? The pugs are out. Oh, actually, yes. Okay. (laughs) What's happened? It lit up.
3: (laughs) Well, after you left, Mary and I were sort of thinking the same thing just in our head and it spiked, and we said, is that, well, for me, I said, is that better? And I say the same thing simply because when it said before Mm -hmm. about the pugs, and then when it did the exact same spike, (laughs) I think that's what made us think, is that better? Are you happier now? So will you communicate with us now?
2: Are you shy? Thank you so much for listening to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandi Stark. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been kind of a casual night tonight. We'll uh, add in a few more stories. I've got uh, a small collection that I'm uh, piecing together for your next episode. And um, I do want to remind you all to please support your local animal rescues. There are some wonderful animals out there that need some great homes. They can certainly use yours. Even if you can't adopt, you can always support by volunteering or by contributing money or supplies in this world. It just seems like we have an overabundance of pets in need. And with that, I will say adieu, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected.